0: It's Andrew Wilkow. Here's my opening monologue from today's Wilkow Majority on SiriusXM Patriot. We're still talking about the absolute disaster that was this CNN town hall. Are you starting to feel like it was orchestrated? Like this was the purpose of it was to sort of give that that platform to Caitlyn Collins to now move her into the 9 p.m. slot that they reached out to what they're now deriding is a basket full of irredeemable deplorables I mean look at these people cheering Donald Trump this is what we have to, this is what we have to live with i've watched scarborough do it and others they're all insulting the audience now people that were invited by cnn are now being derided like they put on this show to scare people like this is what's at stake as poll after poll including the harvard Harris poll has Donald Trump up by five points. ABC Washington Post has Trump by seven. Harvard Harris has him by five. How much time have they spent on what Republicans have unveiled? The shell corporations, the money flowing from China, all the way down to Halle Biden. Have they covered it? Not at all. The media is looking the other way, just as they did on the Hunter Biden laptop. Whether they don't want to believe it's real or they don't believe it's real or they're just not going to do any damage. Are journalists here, when you hear them say things like journalism is there to protect democracy, what does that mean? What does that nonsense mean? That's not what journalism is here for. Journalism is not here to protect democracy. Journalism is to collect the who, the what, the when, the why, and the how, and report information to those that may not have it. It's not here to protect an institution. And if the media is going to say, well, what we are going to do is ensure that Joe Biden gets reelected or whatever Democrat may step in in the 11th hour, that's not journalism. That's politics. That's partisanship. If the media is telling us we will not report on scandals related to Joe Biden, don't talk to me about disinformation or misinformation or malinformation. It seems like what we're dealing with here with Joe Biden is malinformation. True, but uncomfortable or inconvenient. If the media believes it's its job to, in a way, affect the outcome of the election, by choosing a candidate. Now, look, editorial pages and editorial segments on television have been dedicated to a particular uh, outlet's uh, uh, chosen candidate. Um, but to say that the nightly news, the front page of the newspaper, that news on radio programs are going to be designed to ensure that Donald Trump gets reelected. Then don't talk to me about democracy because you don't believe the people should be able to choose their leaders. You think you should choose their leaders. The good lie. The media is going to tell you. The media is going to tell you what is right and what is good. 695, patriot nine five seven two eight seven four, and they will demand again. They demand governance. That they need not participate in. Your kids will attend government schools. You will receive government health care. Regulated housing and regulated transportation is good enough for you, but not for their class of people. Because they're more important. They have risen above. Let's see. Title 42. Title 42 is now gone. And it's a free-for-all at the border. Alejandro Mayorkas could say whatever the hell he wants, but it's a free-for-all at the border. And I'm looking right here at NBC News. NBC. Not Salem News. Not Breitbart. Not Town Hall. Red State. Hot Air. Uh, The Washington Free Beacon. Daily Caller. NBC. You Democrats trust NBC, right? That's NBC. The, uh, the sister organization of MSNBC. Headline: Biden administration to allow for the release of migrants, some migrants into the U.S. with no way to track them. I thought Mayorkas said that there were going to be penalties for people who crossed illegally, and that they will be uh, expedited. There'll be expedited removals, and and what have you. Says right here: After more than 11,000 migrants were caught crossing the southern border on Tuesday. The Biden administration is now preparing a memo that will direct Customs and Border Protection to begin releasing migrants into the U.S. without court dates or the ability to track them, according to three sources familiar with the plans. So they have no intention of deporting these people. The Biden administration began releasing migrants without court dates to alleviate overcrowding in March 2021, but it previously enrolled those migrants in a program known as Alternatives to Detention, which required them to check in on a mobile app. Oh, right. Until they were eventually given a court date. The new policy would release them on parole with a notice to report to an Immigration and Customs Office, but without enrolling them in the program. The more than 11,000 border apprehensions in a single day is a record and surpasses expectations of 10,000 per day predicted by the Department of Homeland Security uh, on what could come when COVID restrictions lift late Thursday. So that was 11,000 in one day, a record. And Title 42 was still in place. I notice, by the way, did you notice that, I don't know if you saw this, they outlawed fat discrimination in the city of New York. Now, what that means, I have no idea, but I bet I can get women to tell me their weight before I can get Democrats to tell me how many people is too many at the border. We have over 330 million people in this country and $33 trillion in debt. Those are nice, neat numbers. And the Democrats just want to invite the entire world in. And if they had it their way... There would be single-payer health care. There would be government-run housing for all. There would be less and less of you with private transportation. They want a system and tell me I'm wrong. Say, this is not what I want. I'm a Democrat. I don't want this because I don't see, I don't, I have never heard a Democrat in, in, in the past 20 years that spoke about true economic and social freedom. Now, they might when it comes to abortion and gay marriage. But I'm talking about relinquishing back to the people, the majority of life's decision-making to the individual above the age of majority. They don't extend that. Their only only freedoms are abortion and same-sex marriage. If Democrats had... Stop me and tell me if I'm wrong. If Democrats had it their way, we would all pay... uh, some of us would pay taxes, but all of us would get government health care. Tell me I'm wrong. Some of us would pay taxes, but all of us would have to qualify for homes from the government. Some of us would pay taxes, but all of us would send our children to government-run schools. A- anyone want to take that on? You can't. Now, why am I pointing that out? So if the government is providing housing, if the government is providing health care, if the government is providing education, and now with Build Back Better and the Green New Deal, they want to basically dominate transportation. And you start to increase exponentially the number of people that do not contribute but expect to partake. What does that mean for the citizenry that's been there, been here their whole lives, or legally immigrated to the United States? What does that mean? It means that the dollar of taxes that you pay will reduce equivalently. You will not get a, you can't get a dollar of service for a dollar of taxation if there are services that are being provided regardless of contribution. And I always get some idiot that says, well, do you believe in the police department? It protects everyone regardless of whether or not you're a taxpayer. That's socialism. Well, that might be social provision, but it might not be socialism. And even let's say that it is. Does that mean I have to accept everything else that comes with socialism? Like gulags or quality adjusted life years? I don't have to accept. I I don't owe it to someone. And if you really want to push hard enough, then let's privatize police. Now, we really can't and let's not go there, but you get the point. How does the American citizen taxpayer fare when all that is left of the private market is reserved for the elite, the 1%, right? You hear this all the time. Well, in Canada, you could buy private health care. Yeah, but how many people can actually afford that after paying taxes? Oh, you can can send your kids to private school you want. Yeah, that's after I've paid the taxes. What conservatives and libertarians want is to not pay for these services through government. We want to pay for them through the marketplace. Meaning if we are dissatisfied with our health provider, we could find another one. If the government monopolizes it, there is no finding another one. If you don't like your kid's school and you can't afford private school, the only way to change that is either homeschool or move out of town. You can't say, you know what? I don't like the school on the east side of town. I'm going to go to the school on the west side of town. Well, in a government-run system, the, gov- the go- school on the east side of town is the exact same as the school on the west side of the town. Government, government. But what happens to our tax dollars? Let's just say that with the kind of redistrib- redistribution we have here or social provision, that a dollar of taxation gets you about 90 cents, 80 cents. $0.70, cents, whatever it is, as we increase the population, you're going to be down at like $0.10. Cents. If the Democrats bring in 30 million people that need endless government resources, what do you think that does to spending, the debt ceiling, and your quality of life? 16695 six ninety five, patriot 957 2874 I'm 100% right about this. I'm not giving you any opinions here. This This is what is happening. They are bringing in a limitless number of people who are going to need a limitless amount of resources, and they're going to make you pay for it, which means you are going to pay more to follow the orders of government when you pay your taxes, and you are going to get less in return. And that number is going to keep dwindling.